Welcome to Chad Gets High and Talks About His Commander Decks. My name is Chad, and tonight I'm here with my friend Paul. Say hi, Paul. Hi, Paul. And yeah. we are going to get high and talk about Paul's Commander Deck. How is the, um, how's life in quarantine? Honestly, it's not much different. I am in an essential industry, so I went to work, uh, my usual schedule, uh, except for Friday, um, because things have not gotten busy uh, in the funeral death care industry yet, which is wonderful. And yeah, so that, uh, that's a good thing. Yeah, very much so. And um, I hope everybody is abiding by social distancing and all that so that it doesn't get busy because I don't want to see that happen either. Uh, no, no, I'm, I'm lucky. I am at the reason the audio is different tonight is I'm at an, at an undisclosed location, writing this out a little further away from uh, cities. Um, not that it won't touch this area, it will, but a little more isolated and kind of just off on our own with my family. Uh, so uh, tonight I'm on, um, what is it? I, I had to sneak out earlier and uh, smoke up. So I am um, on uh, more LA chocolate, which is a hybrid from Pennsylvania, which has been interesting getting used to Pennsylvania strains. But uh, so are you, uh, are you going to get high tonight too while we talk? Oh, yes, 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 okay. yes. Um, I have a uh, Elion, I guess is the name of the grower, um, and uh, it is called the Most High. So, oh, that's I mean, nice, right? Yeah, it's a, it's a bold statement. It it is. Um, yeah. You know, it does uh, does the trick though. That's yeah, for sure. Good. So uh, tonight uh, we're going to talk about my favorite deck of yours. Uh, you. Your Queen Marchesa, or just sorry, Marchesa, the Black Rose deck. So mm -hmm. um, uh, go ahead and read Marchesa. Uh, so Marchesa, the Black Rose, uh, a generic, a blue, a black, and a red. For a legendary human wizard, 3-3, three, three, uh, she has Dethrone, which uh, whenever this creature attacks the player with the most life or tied for the most life, you put a 1-1 one, one counter on it. Uh, she gives other creatures I control Dethrone. And then whenever a creature I control with a 1-1 one, one counter on it dies, Return that card to the battlefield under your control at the beginning of the next end step. And that really is the most important uh, chunk of text on that card for this deck. Yes, yeah. Um, most commander players know Marchesa. She's kind of up on the top of the list for me of creatures that if you ask me right now what she did, I'd be able to tell you. But in game, I have to read her like four times. <laughs> just there's a lot game. of text on there for a relatively simple ability but the way yeah. they gotta phrase it yeah yeah it's just that last part you just i just always want to make sure what i'm about to do is gonna be okay or not um remember her, what her ability is uh so what is to me unique about your marchesa deck is it isn't it's kind of skewing some of the normal shenanigans people play in their marchesa decks yeah, I mean, so I got Marchesa as part of the um, the Wizards Tribal deck a few years ago uh, that Wizards put out Arcane Power, something like that. Anyway, the Inala um, deck. Yeah, yeah, Inala, exactly. She was yep. the uh, yeah the face of the deck, uh, but it came with Marchesa in there, and so I've always loved one one counters uh, ever since the days of Tempest back in the day when I had a Spikes and Hydra deck. Yeah, I wanted to build a Marchesa deck, and I went uh, online to just do some research. And I found a budget list um, that was very effective uh, because she's a powerful commander. And it was the usual kind of stuff where you're stealing a lot of creatures, um, you're sacrificing them to then 
maintain control of them and really controlling sort of dominating the board in that way not letting people have nice things okay um yeah and so i played that for a little bit and it didn't really sit right with me i don't like having players be immediate immediately salty <laughs> yeah um... uh, i like to earn that salt yeah yeah, those those tactics. I've kind of stopped playing tactics like that. It draws more hate than winning. You know, <laughs> it does. Like, it absolutely can. You know, yeah. you can you can be comboing out on turn five, and people won't as be nearly as pissed off as if you steal their commander. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. and things like that. So people, I, I took my Kaiga deck apart. I I never wanted to play it the way it should be played. If that makes right. sense. Yeah. Like I no, always 100%. found myself I always found myself holding back with it. Mm-hmm. Because I'm like, oh, I could be much dirtier right now than I'm being. But I never, you know, the problem is I never found myself wanting to be dirtier in those moments, you know? Yeah, I had Uh, a Yasova Dragon Claw deck uh, as well for a little while. Yeah. And I mean, on top of the, um, I was trying to force like a Dragon Tribal thing in there, which was whatever my own. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, but even when I started, it was just using her ability always pissed somebody off, like from the get go. Um, and so using, yeah. So steely shenanigans were not, I decided I didn't want to keep playing Marchesa that way. And I knew there were other ways to sort of break, uh, or not break, but to use highly efficiently Marchesa's ability. And there was a creature in that budget deck that is still in the deck today, and it was kind of the thing that it clued me into the key mechanic in the deck. Um, and is it is it is it is it Pentavist? Pentavist? N- nope, 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 oh, nope. Okay. nope. All right. It was actually it's being uh, it was played in modern uh, very uh, heavily uh, until recently. It has to have uh, modular, right? Oh yeah, oh yeah. Because I had never heard of modular before. Oh, is that what it was? Oh, okay. All right. Yeah. So uh, it was key for that. Worker. Arcbound worker. Arcbound worker. One hundred percent. A one one yeah. for one. Okay. Yep, a one one for a zero zero that has modular one. So that's so you, so you decide to make a Queen Marchesa robot deck. Marchesa the Black Rose. Oh, sorry. Yes. I'm gonna do that a lot. <laughs> uh a Marchesa deck as a robot deck. Yep, as a robot deck. So I immediately went and acquired all of the modular creatures, of which there are I don't know, maybe a ten, maybe a dozen, not that many. Um, but they all have modular of some amount, which means that they come in with one one counters, and then when they die, they can move those one one counters onto another artifact creature. The most popular card being what Arcbound Ravager would probably be the most powerful. Yeah, yeah. Of the modular so, cards, right? Yeah, definitely, and definitely the most well-known. Um, Archie Rav Rav, uh, as I like to call him, uh, yeah, is really the like an engine piece in this deck. Before we shuffle up, what are you? Um, what are you trying to do with the deck now that it's robots instead of uh, stealing stuff? Okay, so it's kind of like uh, I imagine it like a recycling facility. So we're getting robots in, we're sacrificing them for various value, um, and then we're getting them back for free. And every time we sacrifice one, 
we're hopefully putting a 1-1 counter on another one of our creatures, which allows us to continue the recycling shenanigans, potentially. See, that's cool. I what I what like. One of the things I like about this deck is it's a plus one, plus one counter deck with no white and no green. <laughs> that is which 100% correct. seems to be hamstringing you a little bit, which I like. I know it's the robot thing, but I just look at it and I go, like, there's no doubling season. There's no nope. Cather's Crusade. <laughs> you know, there's there's no... Uh, yeah, so, no hardened scales. No hardened scales. Yeah. yeah, that was the other one I was thinking of. Um, mm -hmm. And I know you like that card. So um, let's... Uh, okay, so let's... Uh, how many basic lanes are you running? Uh, let's see. I think I got 11. Uh, I just right. pulled them all out. 1, 2, 3, 4, yeah. 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, right. 10. 11. Yeah. 11. Yeah, which okay. is a three... Three mountains, three islands, and four swamps. Burchesa kind of reminds me of she's like a Grixis Gave Agave, you know, where like yeah, she's just so she's she's so good on her surface that there mm -hmm. are a lot of different builds you can do, mm -hmm. and you're still gonna stumble into combos. Oh yeah, oh you know, yeah, you're I still gonna stumble into combos even when you don't plan them. Yep, and I've definitely done that in Marchesa before. There are, it's still possible to build like an infinite um, machine, but it requires like five or six pieces. Uh, right. So that's the other thing about this deck um, is that I think I've it, seen that it's about once. building the machine on board. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, and that's what I like about uh, the deck is that you have this kind of, um, I don't know, uh, Pee Wee's Big Adventure. <laughs> you know like just, just building this machine you know it's it's what i it's what i always wanted to do it, it just didn't work with my um depala deck was oh, sure. take vehicles and weapons and like make like mad max death machines <laughs> equipping the vehicles with the weapons that's the problem yeah yeah is that does equip costs kill you so if you can get um a pure steel paladin out but there's only one pure steel paladin, really. Mm -hmm. Let's just shuffle the deck and uh, start flipping cards. All right, all right. Give it one last shuffle. Real so quick. it says you have an average CMC of about three point six. Yeah, yeah. She's got to run pretty low to the ground <laughs> right. because it's all about you want to. We want to start building the machine as quickly as possible. Um, so that you get pieces out and sort of create uh, too many problems for the rest of the table to deal with. Because she can be really resilient, but you have to start getting stuff out on the board with this this build for her. Yeah, she tends to, uh, from my point of view, maybe sounds stupid, confuse me. Like, <laughs> in, in, the yeah. that, in the way that, in the way that the Super Friends deck can, where... Yeah you don't quite know what you're supposed to be doing. Mm -hmm. Like you don't, you know, necessarily know what I've kind of learned for me, at least the most powerful cards are the ones that, that give you other ways to put counters on stuff. The ones that kind of, cause if you, I, I don't know. I, I haven't, it, it, which, which card to hit is unclear. <laughs> um, sometimes <laughs> yeah. looking at the, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, it, the, it, it's probably usually Marchesa. It's either Marchesa or uh, the Sacrifice Outlet. Right. Yeah. Is the correct is the correct answer. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. So, and depending on what the Sac Outlet is, um, that can be very resilient to removal as well. 
Okay. All right. Just move over card and we'll go. And then, you know, if it's soul ring, we'll probably just keep going. So. Yeah. Sounds good. So, um, I got, uh, yeah, Arcbound Worker. Uh, right, we talked about that. Right. On top. Yeah. Yeah. We covered that. Oh, this is another one. Oh, th- maybe this is what you guessed. Uh, Triskelevis. Um, All Star right. in this deck. Uh, seven CMC. It's a 1 1 flyer uh, artifact creature construct. It enters the battlefield with three 1 1 counters on it. Uh, you can pay one, remove a 1 1 counter from Triskelevis. Create a 1-1 colorless Triskelevite artifact creature token with flying. It has sacrificed <laughs> this creature. This creature deals one damage to any target. I'm way too high for that many words. <laughs> and that's that goes ties back into the confusion thing. Like, that um, is... Yeah. It's because a fairly a normal of, ability until the sacrifice this creature part. Yeah, yeah. Because it makes, it makes a token... Um, that's a flyer, which is sweet, a 1-1 flyer. Uh, no, but that's then great. Those tokens can also be sacrificed to deal damage to any target. <laughs> it's so weird. Mm-hmm. It's a really weird... I mean, it costs 7 mana, so it's still bad. But, like... But it's so weird. And it's when I mean so bad, weird. I mean... When I mean bad, I usually mean good for Commander. Yeah, yeah. And unplayable, love, everywhere, and unplayable everywhere else. Cards. I yeah. love cards that are like that. There's no way you could play this in a 60 card. Anything. There would be there would be no reason to. <laughs> I can't think of nope. a reason to. Not really. Um, uh, but uh, but in this, no, it's perfect. It's this is mana, this card is win. This is a win con, uh, depending on is what it? other pieces Whatever. of the machine are out. Yeah, we'll, we'll get to some of those pieces because I have no idea what any of them do. We got a goblin welder. I'm not going to deny that goblin welder is a great card. I don't think I've ever activated it. And I've uh, played it. I've played it before. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I don't know. It's just one of those cards that's eluded me. Like I look at it and I go, "Yeah, that's really good." And I've never been able to do anything with it. I don't know why. Yeah. Maybe I just haven't found the right deck. But well, one of the things because of the way this deck is, like if Goblin Welder sticks around, that's like icing. But the right. other thing is, it's one red, and if it be, and if it is a like, oh, we have to kill that right away, then yeah. it eats somebody's removal spell um yeah. it only costs one red mana so it's like eh i feel like i came out ahead in that exchange um all right so next we got uh phyrexian metamorph this is one of those great robots to get back from the graveyard or something like it that it's absolutely um, great card yeah so it's a uh, three generic and then one phyrexian blue mana so there's a few phyrexian symbols throughout the deck and i mean with all the robots there's definitely that phyrexian flavor to it as well but they're great because they help control your life total and when you're playing marchesa you need to be able to be not on the throne yeah no that's one thing we didn't talk about before was that part of the plan or maybe you did i don't fucking remember now was um, it, that's why it's fun to go back and listen um oh yeah is, is that um the life loss part of it yeah that dethrone because yeah. that's we definitely talked more about the latter half of the card right. than the first part of the right. card. But that dethrone ability is sweet also. Well, that's your because, engine for getting those counters. Exactly. If I don't have base. one of my modular creatures out, right. that's the easiest way to get uh, a 1-1 counter on something so I can try and start the machine. Okay, oh. so next we got a land. Uh, Sunken Ruins. Sorry. It is one of the filter lands. Yes. So it's uh, yeah, tap for a generic, or you can pay... A blue or a black, and tap it to add two blue, a blue and a black, or uh, black black to your mana pool. 
Then we got, oh, we've got one of the, we got Cyclonic Rift, because you, you gotta you have got, Cyclonic Rift. Because you gotta, yeah. Yeah. It's just, it's just not, too good. Not, yeah. Too, too, it's, too, it's too good to live, but not good enough to be banned. Like, yep. <laughs> yeah. Yep. That's it lives in a very, lives in a very narrow crack that I can't explain. <laughs> Yeah, because I could run like evacuation instead, or oh man, what's that other blue same. instant? No, it's not. It's absolutely a- not. Because this or... bounces everything at instant speed. Ugh. It's yeah. an aw- it's an awful, awful card. <laughs> but I can't get to that level of people who want to ban it. Yeah, because yeah. for some reason I just think nah, blue needs it. And I know blue's completely busted, but for some reason, I think, like, I don't know. It's just, it's almost like Soul Ring. It's just too much of a part of the format now. Yeah, yeah. I've, yeah, I've definitely, it's just a, you come to a, a peaceful place of acceptance. You're like, well, that's going to mm-hmm. happen every now and again. And when it does happen, so it goes. Yeah, yeah. It's like the turn runs, turn one Soul Ring. You know, it's just, just mm-hmm. sometimes it's going to happen. You know, we just take our lumps and move on. Exactly. Oh yeah, so we got another another one of my good row boys, uh, Arcbound Reclaimer, uh, another another modular creature, another all star. All the all the modular creatures. I'm I was looking at this stars. one earlier. I had never heard of this card. <laughs> now here's the thing: I have recollection in my head of your voice saying this word, Arcbound okay. Reclaimer, but Arc I would never would have. But I never would have told you there was a card that existed called Arcbound Reclaimer. Because I this ability, I was stunned at the ability. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's very uh I was like, yeah. there's a card that does that. It's quite good. Quite yeah. good. Yeah. Because uh yeah, so especially when you can load more kind well, I'll read the card. So yeah. it's the yeah, four four zero zero, but it has got modular two. So it comes in with two counters. And then its ability is remove a 1-1 counter from Arcbound Reclaimer. Put target artifact card from your graveyard on top of your library. So whatever somebody just blew up, they just blew up your Arcbound Reclaimer uh, or your Ravager, you put it right back on top. Yeah, and it's just a, it's an Academy Ruins. Mm-hmm. Right? It's a, that doesn't cost any mana. I mean, it, yeah, it's ridiculous. Yeah, like I, yeah. I, I didn't because I just I didn't know that card did that. <laughs> I said yeah. I heard you. I heard you cast it. I just didn't know it did that. Because um, <laughs> again, I'm it's... Usually, usually baked while playing, and I'm usually trying to figure out what your board is. Yeah, yeah, and that's the other thing is like it's a lot. Of, there's a lot of things. A lot of cards in this deck have a lot of text on them. So... They, do. <laughs> they do. They do. It's a very yeah. It's it's for readers. It's definitely for readers. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I don't have glasses this thick from playing baseball. Then we got uh, Phyrexian Tower. Good, good Tower, land. Yep. yep. Uh, add a generic or sack a creature to add two black to the mana pool. Uh, sack outlet. Always good. Yeah. Uh, potentially ramp also. So, yeah, not much. Yeah. In early turns. Yeah. Um, I run it. Yeah, I run it in every deck it, that needs it that can. So I'm a fan. Mm-hmm. I like uh, I like sacrificing Shadowborn Apostles to it. Oh yeah, I'm sure. That, yes, that is wonderful. <laughs> yeah, that works real well. Yeah. Uh, oh, next we've we already alluded to this enchantment, the unspeakable symbol, a generic black black uh, enchantment. Pay three life, put a one one counter on target creature. Yeah, I'm thinking this could. Well, why don't I have this in Villas? That's a good question. Yeah, 
know. I think about it. Um, mm-hmm. is it yeah, mm-hmm. it's not. It's not a bad idea. Um, Draw three yes. cards. Yeah. So unspeakable Good. symbol <laughs> basically means um, is is yeah made from Marchesa. It's obviously printed way before it. you lose life and you put counters on stuff. Yep. And so it's that's a, one of those things where you're also able to, you can like. Uh, almost like Blitzkrieg at times because you got a bunch of little like robots out and they're all like three threes. Maybe you got one that's like a five five or something like that. Um, And you're able to dump a crap ton of life into Unspeakable Symbol to buff buff your whole team. And then you swing in because you're at a lower life total than whoever you're swinging at. Uh, So if the, you know, everything works out right, they're on the throne, so then your creatures all get buffed again. It's really good. It's like, uh, reminds me of Treasonous Ogre. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. A little bit. Which, I don't know, do you have that in here? No? I ran Treasonous Ogre right. in here for a long time. It was part of the yeah. budget build, um, right. actually, back when I originally put it together. But yeah. as time went on, that's one of those that's one of those cuts where that I sacrificed for the robot theme. Yeah, that card's always my, like, 102nd card. Mm-hmm. Right. Ogre is just always it's in my I think I run one in Zada because Zada is going to inevitably win on a big turn yeah because you're kind of like trying to storm off right yeah yeah you're trying to you're trying to put together the right sequence of cards to be able to wipe people out you know maybe everybody out at the same time or one or two people and you just use the use the ogre for fuel is all so yep. make sure you can keep casting spells this may be one of the cards to hit before the sacrifice outlet honestly yeah. because yeah. it lets me put a one one counter on my creatures at instant speed which if marchesa is on the board means that whatever removal smell spell you pointed mm-hmm. at them is not going to do any good unless it's exile yeah it, the instant speed nature of a lot of this stuff um you know uh is what makes it really difficult to play against when you're high. <laughs> yes, it, it also is, makes it just... very difficult to play when you're high. <laughs> okay, that, that's okay. That okay, that's fair. Um, but yeah, yeah, it just it, it always felt. I don't know. It, maybe that's why it was always confusing. But it just you look at it <laughs> in a few you, games for sure. For sure. Yeah, <laughs> you know, where you, where you and you're, you're like he can sacrifice there, and then what happens if he like I'm having to do your math for you before I make any move. <laughs> and um yes you yes. know it's because because as we know with with uh altars and stuff they're really powerful their powerful ability the powerful ability is how how you can do the how there's no mana cost and how there's it's done at instant speed uh it makes it difficult to know what creature to target uh we got uh seat of the synod yeah. it's an artifact land it's a robot land do you have any synergy with it i guess you have like um forge master uh yeah. yeah yeah I got Forge Master um I've got um KCI, KCI yeah. is in here okay, so there's a few uh, things. there are a few like uh, Affinity also. I don't see a lot of I don't see a lot of Affinity or Metalcraft though right no there's not a lot actually okay. there's just yeah. maybe a couple cards right um but yeah Artifact Land it's come in handy more than once oh this next card actually does would be is a plus side. From Sea of the Sidon. This is uh I gotta turn a light on. The sun's going down. There we go. Uh Sahili, the gifted. Yes. Uh yeah, Planeswalker Sahili from the artifact deck. Uh okay, last yeah, year. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, year before. 
So two blue and red comes in with four loyalty. She's got the plus one where you make a one one servo token. Her second plus one, which is the one that's just so good. So good. Yeah, it is. It is. Uh, the next spell you cast this turn costs one generic less to cast for each artifact you control as you cast it. So that lets me sidestep that big old, you know, we were talking about uh, Triskelevis, that yeah. robot before. It'll let me get a Triskelevis out on like turn, yeah, four, there are... like sometimes after I, I just have to drop Sahili and I can, I'll have seven artifacts on board already. Yeah, there are a lot of ways to make artifacts cheaper. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. More than any other card type. There are just a lot of ways to make artifacts cheaper, and that can get really powerful when uh deck gets down to zero. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Just not hard um, to do. Yeah, for sure. And it's like and being able to play uh free artifacts is just always good. And even if it brings something like Triskelevis down to like two mana, it's like, hey, that's great. <laughs> right. I feel much better playing two for this paying two for this weird robot than paying the seven. And I mean, even the I've only I think I've only pulled it off once, but her ultimate, which is, yeah, make a token that's a copy of each artifact you control. Each of the tokens gain haste um, and then you exile them at the beginning of the next end step. But, you know, what's great is you don't get them back. But if you make copies of a bunch of modular creatures, uh, they have one one counters on them. Right. And then you can sacrifice them all. And that po- all of that power immediately goes is stays on your board. Right, you get to keep the counters. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's cool. Sweet. That's cool. Next, we got oh, we got Soul Ring. Yeah. And it's such a pretty Soul Ring. Is that, that your, was one uh, card. Is that your uh, command fast Soul Ring? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I had never thought. Uh, I basically, I'm trying to foil this deck out slowly but surely. Um, but getting a foil Soul Ring for it was something I was like, eh, I don't know if that'll ever happen. That just might be one of those cards. Uh, but yeah, going up to Command Fest in Seattle and getting that butte, it went immediately into Marchesa. I didn't run a soul, wing, soul ring in Gerard because I didn't have a foil. <laughs> That's commitment. Like to be fair, I don't. I don't think it needs one. Sure. I actually think it's not as good in that deck. But when I got that one, I was like, okay, <laughs> I'll put it in Gerard. Yeah, like I, I had yeah. taken out the soul ring because I was like, I'm never gonna get a foil one. Mm-hmm. Right. Oh, we got uh, Spire of Industry. So next, next robot. Oh, this is a newer robot. I was super excited about this card when it got spoiled. Mm-hmm. Uh, Scrapyard Recombiner. Oh yeah. Uh, okay. This is uh, this was just in uh, Eternal Masters. What was the one that came out last year? Modern Horizons. Modern Horizons. Thank you. Yeah. Um, yeah, I was nowhere near correct. Uh, cool. Nope. Yeah, so it was in Modern Horizons. It was a modular uh, creature. It was the first right. modular creature they'd printed since like Darksteel. So right. yeah. a- amazing. Uh, must include no matter what else is on it. Uh, but the rest of it is pretty good too. So modular two, and you can tap it and sacrifice an artifact to search your library for a construct card, reveal it, put it into your hand, and then mm-hmm. shuffle your library. Would you consider this a tribal deck? No, okay. no, I have. There are. Oh, shit. This was something I meant to look up 
uh, exactly how many constructs there are right. in the deck. Uh, oh, going back through what we've already went through, Arcbound Worker is a construct. Okay. And Scrapyard Recombiner itself is a construct. Right. But we haven't... Oh, and sorry, and Triskelevis. Right. And I think you have, an, you have enough good ones, right? That yeah. You can run it. Yeah, I have enough targets for it. Uh, next, we've got Chandra's Ignition. Uh, I used to have another card in this deck, which is a particularly gross card called Grafted Exoskeleton. Yes, yes, I know it. I know it. <laughs> yeah, so... I may run it in a deck. Yeah, uh, so what that does is it gives the creature it's equipped with Infect, and with a dedicated effort, it's not too difficult to get a creature up to 10 power in this deck if I have the right uh, robots out. Target creature you control deals damage equal to its power to each other creature and each opponent. And with that grafted exoskeleton on there... Yeah, it's even better. Oh, yeah. yeah. Even better. But it's kind of my it's a it's a board wipe in here yeah. that has some extra upside to it. Hopefully, I don't I don't mind losing to that. I don't think. Mm-hmm. Like I can you can see it coming usually, and it's it's pretty slow. Oh yeah, it takes it takes time to get a creature up to that power. It's a lot of cards. Mm-hmm. A lot of resources because it's it's still a five CMC cost card, but it hits your opponents too, which is really nice. So in usually. I think I've maybe gotten, without Grafted Exoskeleton, I've maybe gotten one or two table kills uh, with it. But what it's really great for is to get, like, to have a little bit of reach. So to be able to make, like, a big attack out, do a bunch of damage, and then cast Chandra's Ignition afterward. So then I can deal out another, I don't know, five to ten points of damage to everybody and make sure all the other creatures are gone after combat damage has gone through, too. That's pretty sweet. Um, okay, so then we got uh, Scrap Mastery. Great card. Uh, living living End, but for robots. Um, yep. Great card. Yeah, each player exiles all artifact cards from the graveyard, then sacrifices all artifacts contr- they control, then puts all cards they exile this way onto the battlefield. Great. It's quite, it's quite literally Living Death. Yes. Um, and in Marchesa, because you sacrifice them, you there's a good chance you might get all of those robots back at your end step anyway. Then we got a chromatic lantern because yep. chromatic lantern is good. Yeah, especially I still run it in three color decks. I don't run it. Yeah, in yeah. three color deck it's still pretty good. Yeah, I'll definitely take a chromatic lantern in any three color deck, especially this one, which does have some color restrictions. And even though the land base is pretty optimized, there are times where you'll get a little pinched because um, okay. there are some. There are a lot of blue, blue, red, red, black, black cards. Um, we got Ancient Tomb. It's a good one. Yeah, yeah. good one. Two mana, and two and life. it deals your da- and it deals your damage. Yeah, exactly. Going back yeah. into that deals, uh, yeah. deal yourself damage, control your life total. Oh, uh, we got another Arky Boy, Arcbound Lancer. <laughs> what? What is that? Oh. Uh, Arcbound Lancer. For okay, boss. Low, low... It's a... mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Arcbound Lancer for the low, low cost of seven generic mana. You get a zero, zero artifact creature with first strike and modular four. This is where it breaks down a little bit for me. Is <laughs> <laughs> the seven mana four four? I'm, yeah. I'm glad. I'm glad you've managed to p- pinch enough pennies to get the foil. But mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. this one, this one got canceled. Ordered a couple times because they said they were out of stock. Um, which made me sad. I was like, "Really? Okay. Did you just like not 
like list a card you don't have or right. yeah, i can't imagine yeah. there was ever a rush on foil <laughs> found lancers it would be it would be correct mm-hmm Mm-hmm. but uh, uh well, yeah it's it's a terrible you'd never play that in a deck except yeah. for this deck yeah yeah no I don't. allies has like five mana one ones so i'm not one to talk yeah you know the if they fit with the the synergies that yeah. you got yeah yeah it's all good seven um, mana though <laughs> yeah oh it's absurd this is yeah. even more than uh triskelevis this is a card where you want to have sahili in play or something yeah. like that so you're yeah. like, oh, thank God I'm not paying seven mana for this. <laughs> yeah, no, exactly. exactly. But, oh, so there's the creatures in this deck. There, as many of them as possible are artifacts, but they're kind of split up between creatures that come in with 1-1 counters and creatures that don't. But they have a sweet enter the battlefield or dies effect. Uh, and right. this is one of those uh, Baleful Strix. Of course, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, great. Yep. Flying Death Touch, great blocker, and when it enters the battlefield, you draw a card. This is, so there's like three pieces you need to make the engine go. One is like a sack outlet, one is a creature with 1-1 counters, and the other is a creature that has an ETB or dice trigger. And then you're able to get into loops where you sacrifice the modular creature, you put the 1-1 counters on the other creature, you sacrifice that, they both come back at the end of turn, you get your, yeah. And you're netting whatever that ETB uh, or dice trigger is. Right. Which, yeah. Yeah. And Strix is a good one to do that one. So. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, we got Steam Vents. We got Blade of the Blood Chief. This Usually, is the part that, that raises eyebrows. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 Uh, yeah. I mean, I get it. I get it. But yeah. There was... Uh, it was just after... It was probably an early version of Marchessa, actually, because Blade of the Blood Chief got reprinted in the Vampire deck in Markov the same year. And so I was definitely running it in there. And Aaron, you know, in his Vampires deck, he was playing Markov, and I dropped Blade of the Blood Chief. He was like, why? Why? You don't have vampires. (laughs) And then the machines started to come together, and he was like, oh. Yeah, I think I I was in that game. I remember that. Yeah. 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 yeah, not yeah. just for vampires. <laughs> no, no, it, it it does. It feels weird, but you're not wrong. Yeah, yeah. Putting one one counters uh, on creatures uh, whenever whenever a creature is put in the graveyard from the battlefield. So not even yeah. your own creature. So good. Uh, then we got oh we got fabricate. <clears throat> That's yep. it's it's good. Gets yeah, it the, is. Yeah, gets you the piece you need. <laughs> Um, there is there's a reason why it's not actually a super cheap card. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Turns out people like to be able to play tutors. We got uh, good old Bajuka Bog. Of course. Good old yep. Bajuka Bog. Graveyard hate. I always yeah. play it and I hate it. Yep. 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 It's just one of those cards if you're running black, like well, why not? But you if, if you yeah, bought a commander no. deck in the last several years, you've got a pile of them anyway. So I have yeah. so many Bajuka Bogs. <laughs> yeah. So many. But yeah, mm-hmm. no, I mean, there's no there's no reason in any deck with black not to run it. None. Yeah. Oh, we got another good robot. Oh, it's a construct too. So I will put that over here in the construct pile. <laughs> oh, nice. So we got scrap trawler. Oh, uh, okay. Uh, yeah. yeah. Of of modern fame, KCI yeah. loops, extravaganza. Yeah, this is a card trawler. that raises eyebrows when you play it in a casual artifact deck. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Even though it's completely a reasonable card to play in a casual deck. Yeah. And if you're not breaking it, it's just a little value creature. 
mm-hmm. but it's so associated with that combo. Yeah, yeah. People get a little, um, yeah, a little gun shy when they see that card. Either when they start paying attention like, more. Mm-hmm, yeah. mm-hmm. What are your plans for that? Is yeah. uh, a question you hear a lot when Scrap yeah. Troll hits the battlefield. Yeah, it's a uh, yeah, and that's a. It's, I mean, it's a good card. I run it in Joyra, I think, but. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And uh, you know this deck is sacrificing robots all the time. So if you're getting free robots back or get some mana rocks back, you know whatever. Um, or or another artifact. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Every once in a while, you look at a phrase on a magic card, and you're like, "Really? Like, if mm-hmm. you just trimmed that?" Yeah, this is crazy. We got buried ruin. Another way to get artifacts back. On a land. Another card that I play and then I always forget about when it's in play. Go ahead. Oh, it's so good. Um, It it just gets buried in my lands and I just never use it. (laughs) Like I was like allied encampment or something that, you know, where I was just like, I play it and then like, I'm like, remember you have a buried ruin. And then a half hour later, I'm like, God, I wish I could get that artifact back. (laughs) If only I could get that card back to my hand somehow. Somehow. You know, somehow. Somehow. Yeah. Yeah. This is a surprisingly good card, and I think that more artifact decks should be running this card in general. Um, but it's another one of the Arcbound creatures. This is uh, Arcbound Crusher. It's a f- uh, four for only four generic mana. Uh-oh, you get a creature. The deal. Yeah, for with modular one. So it's, <laughs> it comes in with a one-one counter. Uh, but it's got Trample. And then whenever another artifact comes into play... Put a 1-1 counter on Arcbound Crusher. So it's a 4-mana 1-1. It's a 4-mana 1-1 that will get ridiculously big in some games, especially if you're playing against another artifact deck, because it gets counters for each other artifact that comes into play. You don't have to control them. Oh, okay. I see that. All right. Yeah. So there have been... There have been games where I'm not only accelerating its growth because of the stuff that I'm, the robots that I'm playing, but if somebody else is playing, even just a soul ring, like everybody plays artifacts, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, So it's not nothing. And if somebody else is playing an artifact deck, yeah. Yeah. It becomes (laughs) stupid big and you're able to move those counters around because he's got modular. Modular. The best keyword ever. Well, we'll, okay. we'll save that for kind of a heads up show where we debate that. But um, yeah, that's yeah, yeah fair. that yeah, may be yeah. an exaggeration. Yeah, yeah it's yeah. Uh, one of my favorite. Not, keywords. I'm going to go with skulk. <laughs> so we'll have to do that. out. Ooh, um, modular yeah. versus skulk. Yeah. Mm. yeah All yeah, right. You win. I can, um, plan, I can plan some talking points. <laughs> yeah, I, 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 I can't. I don't even remember what skulk does. <laughs> All right. The next up, we got polluted delta. That's okay. the one fetch land in here. Next, we got uh, Shimmer Mirror. Shimmer Mirror. Great in any uh, artifact deck. Three mana, two, two. It's got flash, and you may cast artifact spells as though they had flash. I think automatic in any artifact deck. It's really it's hard to justify not having it in an artifact deck. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. It's Leyland of Anticipation on theme. Um, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, um, Vidalcan Ori, you know, but not uh, however fucking much that card has gone up to now. And it's a robot. Yeah, and it's a robot. It's a creature. I can get it back with Marchesa's ability. 
Yeah. Like having things be a creature is a pro in this deck a lot of times because right. you're able to make your creatures disgustingly resilient to removal and stuff like that with yeah, the modular and the one one counters. Well, when you sent me the link in it, it, it only said 13 artifacts. <laughs> and I was uh, like, this can't be right. And I was like, oh, wait, they're all creatures. Okay. Yep. Creatures. Yeah, definitely uh, robots. Robots yeah. is the name of the game. Card draw is something that I always kind of had issues with in Marchesa. But this one is is good. I'm very happy even, with e it. Even being in black and blue? Uh, well, because I wanted to run card draw things that are on flavor, you okay. know? So, like, there are a couple different graft creatures that let you draw cards, but, yeah, they didn't make the cut. Just playing, like, straight-up Divination is like, okay, yeah, that's card draw, I guess, but that just feels bad yeah. for me, personally. Yeah. No, that's fair. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, but I got uh, I got this Moonlight Bargain, three black-black for an instant, which is nice. Instant card draw is always good. Where you get to look at the top five cards of your library, and then for each card, you get to put it into your graveyard, uh, unless you pay two life, and then you get to put them in your hand, so that's potentially draw five. Yeah, I, I keep wanting to play hands. this. I keep wanting to play this card. I never do. Oh, dude, I, I would uh, I would give it a try. I keep wanting to, and I just never pull the trigger on it. Give it a try. Mm, yeah. um, very rarely have I drawn five cards and paid ten life, but when right. I have, uh, there's been very good reason to do it. And so even if it's just like digging five for you know one or two cards that's I mean, it, fine it and it puts life. things into your graveyard that's what i say it pays life for cards and it puts things in my graveyard it does everything i want to do mm -hmm, mm -hmm. so yeah. do you think it costs too much maybe that's why I, that's what i'm looking at is the cost on it okay um yeah but i've also been streamlining a little more lately because where i'm playing is just a little more combo-y and so I've been uh, a little more, been watching my CMCs a little bit more. Yeah, that makes sense. And, um, but I, but also because, I mean, I would run that and I would run that in a lot of decks. I just haven't, mm -hmm. you know, and, and any new decks I've built, I haven't wanted it. Like the, the, the Esper deck is intentionally generic in its counter spells and it's removed, like not flavored with its removal and everything. So, and it's card draw. So I can just run Ponder because that's what it's, because the deck doesn't care, it doesn't have yeah. theme. Yeah, losing life doesn't has but no benefit. But and and five mana in that case, five mana if you're playing a control deck is a lot. Yeah, for sure, um, for sure. So yeah, cool. it's not great for not great for every black deck. But yeah, uh, yeah no, it's cool. I have I, been I've been I pleased with its performance in here. Yeah, I have another. I have a couple unorthodox draw cards in here. Yeah. Um, we'll get that's to the cool. other one. Yeah, um, cool. In a minute. Next up, we have another robot. Uh, we've got Arcbound Slith. <laughs> the fuck is a Slith? I don't fucking know what Sliths were, but apparently <laughs> there was a whole cycle of Sliths. Uh, wow, like, right. Yeah, back in uh, Darksteel. This is the only Slith that matters. It's, uh, <laughs> okay. it's, only, it's only two mana, two generic, for an artifact creature Slith. Whenever Arcbound Slith deals combat damage to a player, put a 1-1 one, one counter on it, and it's got modular, modular one. one. Mm -hmm. I mean, the, the, the art's kind of metal. Yeah, it is. Yeah. But, uh, uh, yeah, okay. One of its hands are on fire. I mean, it's got crazy, like, jaws and smoke. Yeah. Oh, yeah I, it looks great in foil, too. I bet, I bet it does. Oh, I bet man. But it, it does. All right. Toxic Deluge, board wipe, pay life. Perfect. It's good. Gets around invulnerable. 
Oh, this is one of the cards. It's just so good. It's not a robot, though. It's the Sage of Fables. This is one I, w- I was looking at this one. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so it's, yeah, two generic and a blue for 2-2 two, two Merfolk Wizard. Each other wizard creature you control comes into play with an additional 1-1 one, one counter on it. And then you can pay two generic and remove a 1-1 one, one counter from a creature you control to draw a card. So Marchesa is a wizard. Oh, okay. Okay. So when you have Sage of Fables out, one, it's a great repeatable card draw engine because you're right. slinging around a bunch of 1-1 one, one counters. You can pay two and turn a counter into a card, which yes. like is a great. Greed. It's like a little greed. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then the... But Marchesa is a wizard. So if you've got okay. Sage of Fables out on turn three and then you drop Marchesa on turn four, she, she comes in as a 4-4 four, four and has a counter on it, which means she's, she's already harder to remove. She's, she's going to take, like... Yeah. She's got a shield up, basically. That was the part that I missed when I looked mm-hmm. at it. Yeah. If it didn't have that uh, or if Marchesa wasn't a wizard, I would probably substitute something else in for it. But right. it's just so good. Talisman of Dominance. Um, I got the full set of talismans. I've yeah. got a foil set on the way. Oh, do you? Uh, okay. Yeah. Which is nice. Two of them, relatively affordable. The third one, not so fucking much. Uh, uh, domin- dominance, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I mean uh, it's a six, it's six dollars non-foil. So yep, yep, yeah. The talismans. I wish they would reprint. I'm glad they you know finished the cycle. I wish they would reprint the rest of them though. Yeah, there are a few bucks. Yeah. Coldotha mm-hmm. Forge Master. This is a construct. Yeah. Yes, it is. <laughs> yeah, it is. Okay. Uh, yeah, is. yeah, five generic for a three-five. So it's a pretty big robot. Tap, sack three artifacts, search your library for an artifact card, and put it onto the battlefield, then shuffle your library. This lets you go get, you know, such all-stars like Artbound Lancer for free. <laughs> Not really. Um, yeah, right. Yeah. No, you get something else. Um, yeah. yeah. I've definitely gone and gotten Triskelevus. There are also a number of ways to get artifact tokens out, little token creatures. So turning those into cards on the battlefield... Is a wonderful feeling. Cold out the Forge Master. It's a good, good robot. Yep. Yep. Oh, this is another good card. Demonic Tutor. <clears throat> that is a good card. I've heard that. Uh, yeah. I, I've heard I tale. Heard it. Yeah, I read it. I think it, w- it was, you know, in maybe like one deck list I saw online. Yeah. And I was like, wow, that those seems. Hidden gems. Yeah. yeah, 100%. You don't see it at a lot of tables. But if you got um, one, you if you got one, just put it in. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah. Pretty much. I had one in my binder for a little while. Why wasn't was, it in a deck? That's what I realized. <laughs> <laughs> I had it in my binder. Did you run out was... of black decks to put that in? No. <laughs> <laughs> I ran out of black decks that I felt worthy, I think, in my head. You know, where I was like, well, this deck, obviously, this deck's doing this and needs a demonic tutor. But mm-hmm. I was like, this is also going to crappy black deck. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. Like it doesn't matter. It's just, it's just a, it's just a demonic tutor. Like yeah, yeah. It's just so. every. It's just a second copy of every other card in your deck. Yeah, it was just. It was. Uh, it was fun. I was like, why is this in here? Um, mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Oh, here's another one of those filtered lands. Uh, Graven Cairn, the red black one. Oh, here's another Phyrexian uh, mana spell. This is Tezzeret's Gambit. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> yep. that's just a just a great card name. There are definitely cards in here that I like keep in just for the names. Um, and there are some cards that I've cut that made me 
broke my heart because their names are so much fun to say. <laughs> uh, but anyway, back to this one. Tezzeret's yeah. Gambit. Three and a Phyrexian mana, which is great because you, uh, you know, pay life. And then you draw two cards and then you proliferate. Is this the only prolif- proliferate? Uh, by the way, I've learned to try to avoid that word. Proliferate? Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, is that the only proliferate in the deck? I think there's maybe one or two more instances of proliferate. Yeah, proliferate is like I've experimented with it in this deck. Like I've had inexorable tide in here at one point. The removal spell that destroys a creature and then proliferates. But a lot of proliferate is not I don't find it efficient enough. Cause it's not like it just right. has not been as useful as you might think it would be with so uh, many one uh, counters or and yeah, I don't. I don't think I run any. I, don't, I run very little of it in my counter decks. It's a. It's a. I don't know. It. It. it there are more powerful things to do. Yes. A lot, of, a lot of times. So. Yeah, for the mana cost, but this is one of those instances where it's. Uh, it's three mana. I'm never yeah. paying the blue for it. Uh, yeah. But it's three mana for two cards, and then uh, proliferate. So an incidental proliferate. Oh, yeah. Be good. No, I think that's fine. Yeah, absolutely. Then we got oh, Ashnod's altar. Ashnod's altar. Uh, yep. 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 That's yep. one of the yeah. pieces. Yeah. We, that is yeah. a a kill on sight. Generally, when this card hits the battlefield, I've learned to not play this card until I'm gonna do something with it. <laughs> Anybody that plays Ashnod's altar and doesn't have something to do with it right away is just asking for it to get destroyed. It is not. A, it is not a go play. <laughs> a- <laughs> Ash- Ashnod's altar go. Will rarely lead in good directions for you. Mm-hmm. I mean, mm-hmm. sometimes sometimes you'll get lucky and no one will have anything. But man, yeah, it's it's like survival of the fittest or sneak attack. You just don't. It's not something you want to drop down and say go because it's just everybody knows what it can do. The fact that it's a mana ability just makes it even more powerful because it can't be interrupted in any way. Yeah, which is ridiculous. Yeah. Um, yeah, the fastest of the fast. Much like another altar we'll get to. <laughs> um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, uh, that was a, a happy band, day a when I got to add that one. <laughs> yeah, I did the same thing. It was like, ooh, it's, by, it's banned. Um, but uh, Ashnaz has gone uh, up. Ashnaz, yeah, the price isn't bad on that one. Now, what is it? It was less than 10. Yeah, I think right? so. Yeah, yeah. Got, that re- got that EMA reprint. I think. Yeah. yeah, that's the... I have the Eternal Masters foil... If you like playing aristocrat decks, I feel like it's just one of those cards you're inevitably gonna get. It's the card I consciously do not play in Gave. Oh yeah, well yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I used That's... to, and then I uh, I did the Geralt's Messenger Gave Ashnod's Ultra Combo on like a twelve year old. Oh. And, and uh, he told me to do it because I drew it, but I was like, uh, yeah, okay, I don't need to do that again. <laughs> I much rather yeah, done that to Austin. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Well, that's one of the reasons I don't run. We were gonna, I was going to bring it up when we ran across uh, Triskelion, uh, but I don't run Macaeus in here. Macaeus, yeah, yeah. Um, I did for a little while, but it was just one of those cards where it's like I would draw it, and I may have Triskelion, I may not, but it was one of those things where it's just like, am I? Do I want to end the game right now? Right. It yeah. was the question that I almost always found myself asking. When I drew that card, do I want to end the game right now? Yeah, no, there are certain cards, you know, that's the danger of putting in, of having the combos in there, even if they're incidental, or even if you're like, listen, it's okay to have one or two. 
Mm-hmm. You still get to that point where, I mean, I was playing um, Rick Smithies and I drew free from the real in my start in like my, my first draw step. <laughs> and then two cards later, I drew Genesis wave. Ooh. And so I made my infinite mana and I cast my Genesis wave. Yeah. And I, sh- I showed them Nylea and could court crossroads. Okay. And, we shuff- and we shuffled up. <laughs> Yeah. But, but I was like, I don't know. But I had, I was like, I just drew straight into it. Right, right, right. And I was I like, mean, you know, because you could say like, oh, I don't tutor for it or, or to, to, it's something to pull the trigger on a two-hour game or something. Yeah, yeah. When you just draw into it, I'm like, you know, but but if you don't do it, then they're just dead cards. Yeah. I know, I mean, that was the that was the rationale I had when I put it in the deck. Because um, right. I pulled, it was that same... The one with the infinity symbol, that master set. Yeah, um, Eternal uh, yeah, Eternal Masters. So we pulled that, and he, yeah, I put it. I was like, well, it'll, you know, I need a card that'll just end the game. Yeah. And then every time I drew it, I was like, eh. Yeah. Eh. yeah. It's just always that. Do I want to end the game? It doesn't lead to any more like interesting play potentially, or a new interaction or new synergy or anything like that. So. Yeah. Okay. okay. Yep. Uh, yep. I can't. I oh. can't step outside. One, two, three, four. I declare the Antiquities War. <laughs> I, I I do like Antiquities War. I love this card. Yeah. You dig five for an artifact twice for four mana, uh, and then it's a what is it? March of the Machines. March of the Machines. Yeah. Yeah. On uh, the third section of the saga. Um. Yeah, all your artifacts become five fives. Yeah, uh, and if you're not at the highest life total, they all get dethroned. Also, <laughs> well, and the counters stay on them anyway, so they're going to be bigger than five fives. A lot of them, right? So. Oh yeah. Well, there'll be six sixes at least if they get a dethrone trigger, and all of those modular creatures that are zero zeros normally become five fives plus all the one one counters. Yeah. Uh, yeah, they can get bigger. Yeah. 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 So good. Then we got uh, Mindless Automaton. This is my favorite. <laughs> this is my favorite draw card in the deck for the low, low cost. For generic mana, you get a zero, zero artifact creature. But it comes into play with two, <laughs> uh-huh. with two one, one counters on it. Okay. Um, all right. You all right. can pay a generic, choose and discard a card, not at random. You get to pick it. Uh, oh. And you get to put a one, one counter on Mindless Automaton. And then you okay. can remove. Two one one counters from Mindless Automaton to draw a card. So So it's faithless <laughs> looting. No, it's um it's discard two cards, draw a card. Or it uh, comes with two it comes with two counters on it though. Okay. It comes with two counters on it. So you right. could activate it twice immediately to draw a card. So in it, which case it would just be pay four to draw a card. But you can also discard things to it, which will put more one one counters on it. Uh, and you can take two one-one counters off to draw a card. So in this deck, you're like having a discard outlet is not really a thing. There are some sideways like uh, instances where you might want to dump something like a Triskelevis in your graveyard. But more often than not, you're putting counters on this on this robot with uh, modular, and you're drawing cards using those. Okay, yeah. So it's just again, it's just an on-flavor way to draw cards. Mm-hmm. On a janky uh, uncommon. Yep. yep. Is it uncommon? It's a Looks rare. Like, 
It says, oh, it's silver on uh, Eternal Masters. Oh, it, maybe it was it was reprinted at Uncommon. Yeah. I've yeah, got Eternal. the, what is that, Exodus, I think? The bridge. Oh, okay. oh it's, a, it's an old card. All right, yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Um, I remember, yeah, I remember when that card was printed. We got Living Death next. Yep. You know, the uh, Scrapyard Mastery of Creatures. Yes. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, I'm familiar I'm familiar with Living Death. I've mm, cast it a few times. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, if Marchess is doing it right, your graveyard actually doesn't have that much stuff in it at any right. point in time because things keep getting recycled back out onto the battlefield. But in the instance where everybody else in the pod's playing a bunch of interaction, your shit winds right. up in the graveyard and it's right. good to have ways to bring it back. And it's like you said, and your stuff in play, if they've got counters, they're going to come back anyway. Exactly. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Solemn Simulacrum. Just a great robot. Just. Of course. Uh, of course. Yeah. He's falling great out of favor. Name. He is falling out of favor. But. Ugh. Yeah. Whatever. It's one of the best robots. Uh, oh, of course it is. Yeah. 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 I got this, uh, got this foil uh, up in Seattle also, actually. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I, still, I, I still play him. Um, oh, and then this, it's disgusting. I have outramped green decks uh, right. with the right combination of robots in this deck. Right. And outdrawn mono blue decks. Actually, I don't, I can't say that. I'm starting to get a little salty about green decks lately. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> it's just, uh, sometimes it's just too much. Yeah, I've been, I've been playing a uh, green deck a lot recently. Well, it's my, you remember my Storev deck, Storev yeah. Super Friends. Yeah. Yeah. Oh man, being able to ramp like that feels so good. <laughs> I mean, I run, I have I built uh, Wart the Raid Mother and mm -hmm. yeah, I mean, I'm twin casting you know, uh, uh, huge ramp spells and you just get so much mana out so fast and it's just Yeah, I just I've been I I I ran into a deck where the guy like the entire deck he it was a it was um Zakama. <laughs> yeah. And like it was very, he tells everybody it's a dinosaur tribal deck, even though it's not, because he wants everybody surprised. And I'm like, but it's, I'm not surprised. A combo? Yeah, I'm not surprised yeah. it's just a fucking Sakama deck. He runs like 24 ramp spells in it. Good God. Why? And I was like, because he just wants to make sure he gets Sakama out as fast as possible. And yeah. And it then just activates Sakama as much as possible. It was real boring. <laughs> it was just, <laughs> but at the same time, I felt behind the entire time. Because sure. he was just casting, you know, and unless you're playing an aggro deck, he just he had plenty of time to just cast a bunch of ramp spells and, and get Sakama out pretty quickly, um, which is fine. It's just kind of boring. Were, yeah, actually, one of the like being able to be aggressive in commander games like it doesn't come up terribly often, but there are absolutely those decks where it's like if somebody just had like a good aggressive like could start swinging from like turn three on like consistently putting pressure on it would make all the difference that's um, what makes yurko that's what makes yurko a pain in the ass mm -hmm, mm -hmm. immediately starts pressuring life totals right away um yeah. and this deck can do it but it's usually enough to like usually knock somebody down but then you have to spread it around which is where the politics come in because of the dethrone exactly yeah. uh, on account of the dethrone doesn't just win through combat damage, but it will. It can still apply a beatdown. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. I, yeah, it's, 
Yeah. No, I agree. I, I have been kicked in the face by this deck before. So. <laughs> oh, this is one of my favorite robots, too. The Arcbound Stinger. Oh, yes. <laughs> the Stinger. The Stinger. Uh -huh. Okay, this two is a common. Generic, All right. Yeah, two generic mana for a 0-0 zero, zero artifact creature uh, with flying and modular one. Powerful. Uh, mm -hmm. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yes, very powerful. Vintage All-Star. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, everybody should be playing it all the time. Just like they should be playing Underground River. Um, that, that not necessarily true. <laughs> uh, well, if you're in the colors, I agree. Yeah, Especially again, the sulfur Another way springs. to control your life, tile, uh, life total. Sulfur Springs? That Sulfur Springs art with the, yeah. uh, the, like the demon with his titties hanging out, hanging out in the hot tub. <laughs> you seen that art? I have that one. Oh, yeah. Yeah, look up Sulfur right. Springs. It's uh, a, it's old ass ugly art, and it's got like a demon chilling in a hot tub. Oh, wonderful! Yeah, it's it's crazy. Okay. Sulfur. Okay, yeah, yeah, I'll look that up later. Yeah. We got underground river. Oh, then we got uh, Cascade Bluffs. Yep. Uh, another filter land. Oh, this is another card that a lot of people go, huh? Phyrexian Scriptures. It's a newer one. It's another saga from Dominaria. Two and two black, and the first verse. You put a 1-1 one, one counter on up to one target creature, and then that creature becomes an artifact in addition to its other types, which is great because that means you can now stack, if you turn Marchessa into a robot, you can now start stacking modular tokens on Marchessa because she's a robot. Oh, my God. That's right. I, I forgot that this card just makes Marchessa into a robot. Yeah. I'm actually, yeah. I've got a, a Ashnod's Transmo Grant from Antiquities coming in the mail trying to get a foil silver skin armor and i want to experiment with more ways to turn marchesa and other creatures into robots <laughs> okay uh, all right yeah. this is this is bordering on fetish territory but okay <laughs> <laughs> it's very phyrexian you know yeah he's got to get true. what a transcend what was their thing not assimilated um, no that's somebody else's thing yeah that's somebody that's some other robots oh, i gotta watch the card i haven't watched the card yet um oh we watched like the first episode but then we just kind of like fell off watching it it's, it's pretty good it's pretty good nice okay we've been watching the castlevania which is oh and check out altered King... oh have you? Yeah, i haven't checked that out either um i recommend uh king uh oh king tiger tiger king oh tiger. yeah okay I, I yeah, finished yeah, yeah. It today. i finished it today it is a bunch of weird ass crackers doing weird ass cracker shit, and it's awesome. <laughs> it's okay. It had the lead character. Each pr you're gonna meet the lead character and go like, okay, this guy's fucking crazy, and then you're gonna meet people that are worse, and then everyone in it is a is just amazingly weird and awful. And <laughs> the, okay, it paints this world. It paints this idea of this world of there are more tigers in the u.s as pets than there are in the wild right now what yeah really there are five to ten thousand tigers tigers and lions that are kept privately in this country that's ridiculous it, 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 some of them are home but private zoos and stuff and huh. private zoos but also just people like tigers and this is about wow. that it's about that world i had no idea that's crazy it's <laughs> it, it's got that very um, Netflix documentary series. It's kind of become a genre. 
Yeah, yeah. Like they have a very distinct feel to them, and it's the same people that did the Fire Festival documentary. (laughs) Okay. And it is, Um, it's really good, but it's stunning. Like it's like King of Kong level of weirdo. It's. All right, I will. Okay, wait. I got one more question on that though. Did you watch Wild Country? I have not yet. Oh, I was gonna ask you how it compares for weirdness to Wild Country, (laughs) because there's a lot of weird shit in Wild Country. The lead guy in this is a gay, gun-toting, mullet-wearing, but dyed bleach blonde redneck who... That's already a lot. (laughs) Who owns a private zoo and is obsessed with cats and sells them and breeds them. And he's... I don't even think he's the worst person in the thing. Uh Uh-huh. But they do tell you in the very beginning of the first episode, he also is in jail for taking out a hit on a woman. So wow. it is, it is, it's crazy. What a twist. <laughs> the most endearing character in the thing is a sleazy reality show producer. Yeah. He's, he's the one guy that has a moral compass. <laughs> it's really wow. And it's one of those ones where they, they they structure it so that you think you know what's going on, and then you get to the end of the episode, and it's like, oh, yeah, but then he did this. And you're like, well, wait, wait, what? <laughs> I don't, what? <laughs> and and they, they structure it really well where they just kind of flip the tables on you at the end of each episode. Okay. And, uh, yeah, it's really it's really enjoyable. But I, I want to watch Wild Country. I just haven't, haven't got to it yet. Uh, but uh, this, yeah. is some crazy, this is some crazy folks. All right. Crazy, <laughs> crazy, crazy, crazy bastards. Wait, were we... Oh, yeah, we were talking about Phyrexian scriptures. Uh, Turning people into robots, weird fetishes. Yeah, Yeah, yeah. anyway. Dogs and cats living together, mass hysteria. Yes. Yeah. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, I certainly think it's time to panic. Uh, The second part is uh, Phyrexian scriptures is to destroy all non-artifact creatures. So that's great. Get your non-robot jerk faces out of here. You'd run that that just as a sorcery. Um, yes. Oh, absolutely. If yeah. I had like a, a yeah, what a wrath of robots. Yeah, uh, yeah, that would be amazing. Like a crux of fate kind of thing. Yeah, but unfortunately, there isn't one for robots. No, um, but although there is. There is. Kind it's of. Right, we'll there get is. to it's it right here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, there's also yeah. this. It's right here. Oh, um, I know. I know what you mean. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And then uh, exile cards from all opponents' graveyards. So, incidental I graveyard hate. Oh, I hate seeing that. I hate seeing that. Okay. Always nice. Always that nice. Hi- that gives me the hives. <laughs> <laughs> really the hives exile oh, all cards. Yeah. From all opponents' graveyards. Uh, yeah. It just that hurts. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, that doesn't hurt as much as this next card. This is this is a win con. Um, Marriott Master. Marriott Master. Yes, one hundred percent. That was my guess. Yeah. yeah. Right. Um, I yeah. have died to this card black, so many black. times. One three human artificer fabricate three, so you either put three one one counters on it, or you make three colorless servo artifact creature tokens, which I actually have done. Very corner cases, I've done that because I needed yeah. more sack fodder for right. some other reason, whatever. And then whenever an artifact you control is put into a graveyard from the battlefield, target opponent <laughs> loses life equal to marionette master's power. There's a certain Brea deck out there. A certain Brea deck. That when this yeah. lands, you're just dead. Yeah. Um, and with this deck, it's pretty similar. This card is... It's, I'm, I'm running it in the Esper deck in the uh, Artifact combo package for my Esper deck. 
And it warmed uh, my heart when I heard that when I was yeah. listening to that episode. I was like, "Yeah, Marionette Master, of course." I just put in um, Doctor Sword. Oh, really? Yeah. I that's something I wish I could run Doctor Foundry. Yeah. Uh, in this deck. Oh, I bet you do. I yeah. would yeah. love to run Doctor yeah. Foundry. Yeah. Um, I just put in Doctor Sword because I have Urza in there. Why not? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So the people I'm playing with are doing so, you know. Like yeah, he said. Said no one's going off on turn two, and they have a very negative attitude about CEDH there. Although there's some people to play, but they're in that they're in that level of like, so they're playing, you know, highly optimized, highly optimized. But it's not even that. It's just that they everyone seems to run a combo or two. Okay. Yeah. Like yeah. the deck, like decks just have a combo in them that's there to end the game. It's not the point of the deck. But I feel that. You know, so it, I'm it's, totally it, I'm OK with that. It can be yeah. it, it does make it a little like um, spin the wheel kind of sometimes because it can, can just come down to a matter of like, well, who finds their combo first it, accidentally? It, it feels sometimes it can feel like stealing a win from somebody, mm, mm-hmm. you know, when, when you do that, because you do a lot of work on board and then someone just puts two cards together from their hand or whatever and goes off, you know? Um, I mean, I haven't run into like blood bond combos or anything, Um, but (laughs) you know, and listen, I went off with Earthcraft and Squirrel's Nest. Nice. um, With it, that's in my um, War the Raid Mother deck. Uh, I mean, I had Perforos in play, so. Um, Oh yeah, well, yeah. Perforos would be, um, old Perforos would would be good in this, in this deck. Um, Yeah, it would, it would. It has been, I played it for a little bit, um, but it's, it's one of those cards where it's, it's, it's too much unless I really want to just like lean into comboing, combo killing people, which is. That's my one combo in that deck and it's the first time I played it and I just drew into it and I'm like, I promise this isn't what it does. (laughs) This nor doesn't normally happen. This makes this makes tokens and and ends up killing you with a Jaya's immolating inferno inferno like this is a burn deck. Talisman of creativity, the new talisman or the yeah. newest one uh, from Modern Horizons. Do we got uh, Ugin's Insight? This is my other weird draw card in the deck. I, I know Ugin's Insight. I know it. Yeah. Yeah. Three blue blue for sorcery. Scry X, where X is the highest. CMC among permanents you control, then draw three cards. There are a lot of uh, decently high CMCs in this deck, and we've hopefully cheated them out somehow. Yeah, like, yeah, like seven mana four fours. Yeah, exactly. I've got multiple seven mana four <laughs> fours, <laughs> Chad. So, and they've got keywords. Don't forget about that. <laughs> One of them's true. got flying. Another That's one's true. got first strike. Yeah, it does that first strike. That is true. That's true. Uh, yeah, I, I, I apologize. Yeah, the one that can make tokens, it could. The tokens can sacrifice themselves. Don't forget that right. um, to deal one damage to any target, and trigger marionette master. That card is wow. so fucking, card is so fucking weird. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love it. There's a, I, there's not not a like uh, cycle, but there's a few cards that do that um, in different ways, and well, I had to take. There was Tetravis was the first one. Right. Um, but you can only do the restriction on that one is it's free, but you can only do it during your upkeep. Yeah, that's an old templating. Yeah. Like um, Doom Necromancer or something like that, where it was only you could only do it during your upkeep. Yeah. Yeah. Trisk, uh, Triskelevis is, uh, yeah, better um, yeah. for our purposes. Next card. 
talisman of indulgence. Uh, there you go. Yeah. No, no signets. No signets. No signets. Are you um, off of signets? If in there, are, there isn't room for them in this deck. Right. It would be. I feel like signets would take the place that these talismans are in. I, either that, or it would take the place of your three mana ones, right? Well, I mean, my three mana ones but, are. Oh, you want the lantern for sure. Yeah, exactly. I want chromatic lantern for sure. I want right. um, coalition relic as well. Um, yeah, I think it just comes down to the how many rocks you want in the deck. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, and I'm running 38 lands, so I don't. If I, yeah, signature. Is that a little high for you, 38? For that's what usually where I start at for a deck, yeah, and then okay. in this deck when I've cut down, it right. usually has not gone well. Okay, because there is like the what did we say the CMC was at the start like three and a half, three point six, yeah, three point six, yeah. So it's three point six because there's a lot of cheap spells, but there's also a few really fucking expensive spells that are totally worth it, like seven mana. First strike, four fours. <laughs> of course, of um, course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I want to be able to make sure I can cast those, like right. at some point in the game. So going lower than thirty-eight lands um, right. does not work out well. Uh, for well, I think deck. if you did, if you did, you just have to, you'd have to throw in four or five more rocks, maybe. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh-oh. Signets, arcane signet. Like you'd really have to, you know, you'd have to, you have to have those mana sources somewhere. Yeah, definitely. Like, that would be the only way I could trim lands would be to add uh, more rocks in. So, like, I would definitely, I definitely consider trimming a land for. But it's not. Uh, it's arcane not, Signet, for yeah, sure. Yeah, I, I can see for Arcane Signet. It's not necessarily always a one for one, but yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I could definitely see an Arcane Signet. So. Yeah. But, and again, like, if I wasn't so committed to some creatures in this deck that have, yeah, ridiculous CMCs. Right. Uh, It'd be a different story too. It'd be a lot easier to like make those cuts and so forth. But I would like the flavor. You could run the mana, the mirror mana dorks, but they're all one color, right? Yep. Yeah, they're all one color, and they cost three. Yeah, I think. Yeah, they're two twos, and I've uh, I've considered running those. The but, single uh, color, the single color ones, I think only cost two. Um, Maybe three, but there's one. There is one that taps for all colors. There's one that's just like a manolith, but a creature. Oh, um, but uh, I forget what it's called. I run it in Zada, I think. Okay. I just, I just want everything to be a creature for the triggers for Zada. Yeah, um, it makes sense. So I and run like iron, and it's a source. Yeah. Yeah, I run I run Iron Mirror and that one and and stuff just to kind of the same philosophy I had with Gerard, which is like if I can do it on a creature. I'll do it on a creature, even if it could be slightly better somewhere mm-hmm. else. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, that would... Because yeah. the downside, of course, is they don't tap the turn they come in. Yep. Yep, so, yep. Take that hit. Yeah, and, like, the mana base is in a is in a pretty solid spot. Yeah, no, uh, yeah. With Marchessa, from yeah. what I've found. Because I've been tinkering. This is my favorite deck to tinker with because it's all about you know, robots uh, and finding these uh, interesting interactions and synergies right. around 1-1 one, one counters in colors that you don't necessarily associate with 1-1 one, one counters. Right. Swapping different cards out is something I do pretty regularly. Yeah. I like, to, I like doing that. I've got, I actually have little plastic, the little plastic boxes. I've got several of those that are like alternates. 
There's like 20 or 30 cards that could go into like Noyandar. There's like yeah. ones that could go into Gerard. There's all my Japanese ninjas that I'm not using right now. We call those squirrel piles in our house. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. For each deck. Yeah. Like, yeah, we've got the yeah. um, the boxes that came from the Commander Anthology um, right. kits. Those little deck boxes that yeah. have stacks of cards between, yeah. yeah, 10 and 50. And it's like, oh, yeah, these are my, this is my Daxos squirrel pile. It's yeah, got all exactly. these random enchantments that I, you know, have put in, think of, am thinking about putting in, yeah. so forth. Okay, yeah, I do the exact Yeah, I have um I have a box that is nothing but Golgari foil cards. <laughs> Sweet. And I move stuff in and out, you know. Every once in a while I find out something like my Rift Sweeper is worth money. I'm like, oh, okay. But Ooh. I just move things uh, in and out and see what works and what doesn't. I mean, I'm pretty solid into what I've got now, but it's, uh, it's, it's yeah. fun. And like I said, what else am I going to do with all those Demir, uh, Japanese Demir cards I've got left over? So, just, yeah keep those off to the side although i did just order a a, a, a japanese temporal manipulation Ooh, yeah yeah you know it costs it's seven it hits pretty hard so mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. yeah it's a good punch in the face yeah uh, i'll take i'll take out the beacon of immortality for it i'm doing something <laughs> real so i built this version of noyandar where it's actually a secret kefnet turns deck what yeah okay but but New what I think, I, yeah. And so, oh. <laughs> what I may end up doing instead, though, is take that out and make that one of the packages for the Esper deck. Oh, nice! Yeah, it's like a yeah. secret Kefnet deck. That would um, be fun. Is like you know because I put because I took apart Vivictus and so I had this extra scroll rack mm -hmm. and like cards that are really good in the deck like that. I mean, I had this foil Kefnet and I really do like Kefnet. I think it's a cool card and. Uh, but the best thing to do with it is turns. <laughs> so. Oh yeah, hands down. I mean, yeah. what? Yeah, you could do all kinds of other cute stuff with it, but you're uh, blue, like turns. Yeah. Yeah. So I was trying to build that annoying because I was getting a little outclassed with Noyandar. He wasn't. He doesn't have any combos or anything. So, and I, I felt like I wasn't. What he was doing with the lands wasn't quite enough. So I was looking for other ways, and I was like, oh, I could put in some extra turn spells, and all of a sudden it turned into like nine extra turn spells. And uh, <laughs> no, no expropriate, no expropriate. But no, okay. I may not You've be. Got to draw the line somewhere. I may not I guess. be. Above, I may not be. Above, it's mostly I don't have expropriate because I didn't want to pay forty dollars. So, gosh, yeah, that's or an thirty or thirty or forty bucks, whatever it is. Like yeah. I would tell them to print it in Commander in Commander Legends, but I really don't want them to. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I mean, it's just one of those cards where I also like when I see it, it's kind of like, well, OK, uh, yeah. you know, this game is going to be over soon. It's like how insurrection used to be when people played creatures. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was a time where insurrection would just end a game. Yep. And now I can't remember the last time I've seen that card cast. Uh, I ran insurrection in here for a little bit. Actually, it was a it was a weird version of a board wipe. Um, oh, I gotta go. What's that? Is when you were sacking stuff. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, even now, like, um, I've changed, uh, yeah, stuff around in here, but uh, I was running a few threaten effects to steal creatures right. as just a form of removal because I so often uh, am aiming to have a sack outlet on board. 
Uh, if I need to make sure a creature gets gone, I can just grab it and sack it myself. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Uh, Grim Horror Specs. <clears throat> um, uh, this is just a concession to you need to draw some cards. Yeah, but it's also a wizard. So it's got that oh, okay. sideways okay. synergy with Sage of Fables. <clears throat> yeah, it's a good card. It's just, yeah. Um, yeah, and it's a repeatable card draw. Um, right. It's an engine. It's a piece that I can put on the board to become right. part of the contraption that I'm building for right. that game. <clears throat> but, but Paul, it's not a robot. <laughs> Damn it, Chad, I know. And it I makes know. me okay. sad. All right, I'm it just making sure sad. you're sad. I'm not, I'm not saying I you should I have done it. so many Scryfall searches for an artifact that has that same text on it. Yeah, I'm just... And I can't. Like, no, I there, ran, there, there isn't one. There's, like, Culling Deus, which kind of gets there eventually, but... I've tried, I've tried Culling Deus. It doesn't, no. Yeah, it's not, it's not great. Um, no, I've, I've tried, I've tried. Yeah, so you know what I'm saying. So Grim Horror Specs, yeah. Yeah, it's fine. Um, we got Triskelion, that, that robot, uh, which happens to be a construct. It is a construct. It's construct. Not, not, not as scary without Micaeus. Yeah. But considering how many different ways there are to stack 1-1 counters on artifact creatures in this deck, I don't necessarily need Micaeus. Yeah, no, of course. Yeah. yeah. Um, I regularly... I'll use Triskelion more as like a creature removal a lot yeah. of times. Because I can pick off a bunch of mana dorks or... Uh, utility creatures and stuff like that with it, and just keep refilling by sacrificing other creatures with modular. I honestly forget it has any other function than comboing out. So, <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, so yeah, you're right. It just it hits any target. So that is the way that uh, it usually gets played. Oh, and then we got oh, we got the bestest, the bestest row boy, Arky Rav Rav. Yeah, itself. there you go. Arcbound yeah. Ravager. We all know him and love him. Um, I believe this is a masterpiece that you have in there. This is one of two masterpieces in here that was a gift yeah. from my amazing partner Sage. Yeah, I fucking love this card. It's a it's a good card. It's a you know we talked about. I mean, modular is everything you want to do in this deck, and mm -hmm. and it has modular one it, and it's instant speed sack an artifact to put a one one counter on our sack, Ravage. Sack any artifact. Yep, any artifact. Even itself, yeah. even itself, which is great um, yeah. when you want to uh, load a creature up with 1-1 one, one counters. So you can do this thing in this deck where you make combat math really tricky sometimes. Oh, I know. Because of cards like uh, Arcbound Ravager, where you got a bunch of creatures that are all like middling to big. And then you can swing with all of them. And then at instant speed, you're able to shuffle those 1-1 one, one counters around. So no matter how somebody blocks, they're still going to get punched in the face by uh, one robot or another. Yeah, it was one, that was one of the strengths of uh, Affinity in Modern when that was playable, was that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Was that you just, I don't know what I'm supposed to do here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, because the moment uh, you can outnumber the number of blockers, that means you're getting through for damage. Yeah. 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 I mean, it, it's the reason why the artifact lands are illegal in modern. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Other than Citadel. So. Yep. Oh, next yeah. up, we got it. This is, this is a card that has been in and out of the deck. Unwinding Clock. It's just good. Yeah, it's great. You know, I'm not even doing anything, like, busted with it. Uh, yeah, that's so. what I was wondering, is because most, mostly what it's going to be doing is just untapping your mana rocks. Yep, 
or my uh, or my creatures. If yeah. I don't have sack outlets to be able to recur them, it'll let my creatures, you know, untap. So having like having vigilance is a is a good thing in Commander. Okay. Yeah, no, it is. Yeah. Then we got Vault of Whispers and Darksteel Citadel. Uh, we were yep. just talking about that. Oh, we've got Pentavus. <sighs> yep. Pentavus. Chad, what if I told you that for the low, <laughs> low cost of seven <laughs> generic mana, yeah. you could cast this artifact creature construct? That yeah. in, that's a I zero, could. zero. I absolutely could. I probably have 15 of them in a box somewhere. Yeah. Comes into play with five one one counters on it, though. That's seven mana for our five, five. It is. It um, is. Pay one, remove a 1-1 one, one counter from Penavis, create a 1-1 one, one colorless Pentavite. It's got a specific name, Pentavite. It doesn't make Thopters. It doesn't make any other generic bullshit. It why, makes doesn't it make, why doesn't it make Thopters? Because Pentavites are more badass. Okay, um, all right. All right. I, I don't mean any offense to Psy. I love my Psy deck. I love my yeah. Thopters. But yeah. Uh, yeah. Pentavites, man. Pentavites! <clears throat> this card... Or Mad Scientist. You realize this card is just gave. <laughs> yeah. This card is Kinda. exactly like pretty much gave. But with robots, Chad. It is robots. for se seven mana and with robots. Um, mm -hmm. And gave can sack any creature and put a counter on any creature. Yep. But see, still, not, see, this only sacrifices pentavites, Chad. It's very. It's still a very gave. It's very gave. Um, it's very gavey. Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's definitely, it's definitely at least gave adjacent, if yeah. not treading on Gave's front yard a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Hey, I don't think Gave's robot arms. I don't think Gave's worried. But... <laughs> he doesn't need to be. He could yeah. sacrifice the Pentavis, yeah. uh, you know, if necessary. Pentavis, I can't say the same for Pentavis. Um, yeah, no. It could not, not sacrifice Gave. Cannot say nope. Gave. No. Nope. Nope. We've got uh, Sword of Truth and Justice. This is another proliferate card. Yeah. 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 And it puts counter on things. So. Yep. Puts a 1 1 counter on any creature you control. So no, it doesn't even have to be the one that it, uh, attacks. Uh, that's what the sword's equipped to, which is nice. Got yep. uh, Tezzeret here. The that's master of the bridge. He's not a robot, but he's kind of part of a part robot. That, that plus two is just kind of a win, right? It can be depending on how the depending on how the machine has come together. Yeah, that's and that's generally what Tezzeret does when it comes down, because then it just becomes a mini game of how are you going to kill Tezzeret? But that uh, static, now that I think about it, it's creature spells. It's not non-artifact creatures. Yep. So that means all your artifact creatures have affinity for artifacts. Yep. Oh, OK, that's real good. That's real good. Yep. Right. Yep. 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 For some reason, I thought it wouldn't work on artifacts, but it's just creatures. It doesn't work on artifacts, but it I mean, does work on creatures, creatures yeah. that are artifacts. Yeah, real good. Like, Sahili level good. Yeah, because then there are times where I just play uh, a Pentavus for free, Chad. That's value. I mean, That's do you know how good that feels to play a free Pentavus? It's it's one of the best feelings. Not as good as a free Triskelevus, but uh, <laughs> it's up there. <laughs> that's uh, uh wow yep that's that's uh that's true I, I don't i don't know that joy so i can't comment but um yeah i just didn't think i was thinking oh the plus two though oh wait a minute the static is like all the statics on these damn war of the spark cards yeah so good 
so good. Yeah. And then what are what are his other abilities? Oh yeah, he gets an artifact back, which is pretty good. Oh yeah, exile top ten, put all artifact cards onto the battlefield. Sure, Ooh. I'm sure that would be great if I ever got to do that. I may yeah. get a free Tris Pentavus and uh, Triskelavus out of that. One can only hope. Mm-hmm. One can dream. Live in the dream. I mean, yeah. it's a that's a tenth of your deck. You can get there. <laughs> yeah, for sure. So then we got. I mean, he costs six mana. So by the time he comes out, you're usually not cheating anything like super big. But it allows you to like chain some extra spells in a turn that people may not have been expecting it. Well, commander games don't hit their like second act until people start, you know, uh, casting more than one spell a turn. Yes. Yeah. Right? Or, or like that's in the, like the mid. Like once people start doing that, that's when the commander game is kind of on its downward trajectory in a way. You know, like or at least it's getting yeah, there. Things are things are rolling down a hill at that point. The car is yeah. in motion. Like. Yeah, I I always if I'm at a point where people are double spelling and I'm not, and that's one of the indicators I know that I'm real behind. Like, For sure. You know, even, even if I think what I'm doing is more powerful, mm -hmm. it's uh, so so yeah. The ability that it reduces a, a lot of your spells and it's not a, like the Sihili is just your next spell, right? Yep. Yeah. So this the this being a static ability makes it yeah that makes it really good. Yeah. Yeah. I picked up one of these for my uh, Esper deck for the artifact thing um mm -hmm. the I'm, also, I'm also running pitiless plunderer that's a card that i almost put in well pitiless plunderer martian machines <laughs> and, marionette, and marionette master oh that's gross <laughs> just wins <laughs> so yeah. um uh so yeah. that was part of the thought was uh that's it's an art it's not it's an artifact combo uh i uh plan Guildmage's Forum. That's a newer card. Puts a 1-1 one, one counter on Marchesa when uh, she comes into play. Kind of like Opal Palace. Uh, next we got, oh, Goblin Bombardment. Um, yeah. Awesome. Yeah, it's just great. Just good. One of the best sack outlets in Magic the Gathering. Uh, yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll say it here. Hey, Wizards, uh, reprint Goblin Bombardment in Commander this year. It's like $8. It shouldn't be $8. No, it probably shouldn't be eight dollars. So let's, but let's it's just up there. It's a good. It's a good commander card. Yeah. What would you think about reprinting Ashnod's Altar, then? If you want to reprint uh, Goblin uh, Bombardment, what about reprinting? Yeah, Ashnod's. I find Bombardment less offensive and less scary, but um, I could see them doing that. I, I just think, but I Bombardment one, it's 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 got a color to it, so that restricts it automatically right unlike a altar that can run any deck if you want to um yeah that's fair and honestly the two mana is more powerful than the one damage <laughs> a lot of times i mean <laughs> that's know. true that's true and the fact um, that it's a mana ability and how hard it is to interact with it mm -hmm, mm -hmm. i mean i mean does even person grip destroy an altar Ooh. It does, but I don't. I, I think you can still sack stuff to it in response because it's. What um, is. Yeah. A mana, this is a mana ability to split right. second. Do, oh, yeah. It says other than mana abilities in the yeah. wording for split second. And, and the altars okay. are mana abilities. Yep. Yep. So. Okay. So maybe Ashnod's altar is significantly better than Goblin. Yeah. Uh, but Barber, it's awesome. It's a, it's a cool yeah. card. But it's great. Um, any aristocrats deck with red should 
uh, run it. If yeah. Uh, yeah, eight bucks now. Damn, uh, yeah. I picked it up when it was like five. I should have bought a foil back then too, because that's it would, it cards. Would, yeah, it would be a nice reprint. Mm-hmm. For sure. Oh, this is a, a new card that I just kind of threw in. This is another like kind of meh spell. There's definitely other spells I would try out instead of it. Uh, contentious plan for more of the spark. It's one in a blue. Proliferate and draw a card. Right. Uh, as a sorcery. So it's a cheap way to cycle a card and to maybe get a few extra counters on stuff. Yeah, that's pretty much what it is, a cycler. Yeah. Uh, then we got uh, KCI, the Clark Clan Ironworks. Right. Ashnod's also for artifacts. I'd call you a monster, but I run it too. So It's just so good in yeah. artifact decks. Like, it, it is. Really good. I mean, and in this deck, it's... Some would say a little too good in... Uh... In modern, <laughs> in other in other formats. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Very fair. It's kind of like a second copy of Ashnod's Altar in this deck. Pretty much exactly. Yeah. It costs yeah. one more. It costs one more, but it's still good. Every now and again, I've been able to do some like shenanigans with sacking lands or mana rocks or something. Then when we got Shivan Reef, Painland, Blood Crypt, uh, for Rakdos manas. Then we got the third Planeswalker uh, in the deck, Ugin the Ineffable, uh, the new one from War of the Spark, six generic for a four loyalty. The static is mostly why he's in here. Yeah. Colorless spells cost two less to cast. There's a lot of colorless spells in here. And then he's also uh, some weird card draw. I love his card draw. I love his card draw. It's pretty neat. Um, I wish they were robots instead of spirits. Right. I mean, they're colorless, so they're like halfway there. Yeah, I ran into yeah. this on uh, playing Brawl today on Arena. Mm-hmm. Oh, it was good. Nice, and then it, it's removal also, so yeah, good. Yeah, no, that's what I like. It has a very useful the static ability; is good, but it also has a very useful. Yeah, it was a card that, even though it's not on flavor, um, it's just it's so good. And we get uh, Morphic Pool. The Battle Bond, Demir Land. Then we got Opal Palace. 1 1 counters for Marchesa. Arcbound Fiend for the low, low price of six oh, generic mana. Chad, uh-huh. oh, you Jesus could have Christ. a 0 0 artifact could creature I? with fear. Modular. <laughs> <laughs> That's fear. It's got fear. Uh-huh. It's got modular three. And at the beginning of your upkeep, you may move a 1-1 counter from target creature onto Arcbound Fiend. Yeah, fear. Fear, Chad. Fear. Yep. Next up, we've got Great Furnace. Ink Moth Nexus. So this is still a way that I can get an Infect win in the deck. One, because it's a, uh, you know, makes a generic mana, which is great. Good enough in this deck. And then it becomes a 1-1 flying artifact creature. So I can pull some, like, not hardened scales, hardened scales shenanigans uh, sometimes, which oh, feels cool. pretty good. I, I don't mind, uh, you know, you know this. I like, I don't mind running a little infect every once in a while as a um, a check for life gain decks, especially. Yeah, um, it's a it's a contingency plan more than anything yeah. else. Yeah, I mean, you know, you talk about grafted exoskeleton, but I run that in a few decks. If your commander is not a commander that's going to get in for 21 damage. And your your deck isn't capable of doing 300 damage in a turn. Sometimes you got to infect them. And the fact is, if someone does, some Aloro player does go off and gain a ton of life like that, 
they can't be upset if you infect them to death. Hell no. No, they just Hell can't. no. They shouldn't be. Yeah. No. No, it's like this is this is the only way I'm gonna I'm gonna I, I can take care of you. You know, that's why they should never get rid of commander damage. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's because whatever, despite what Josh Lee Kwai thinks, and I, I like Josh, but he hates commander damage. And um, yeah, he's not a fan. And it's like, and he says it's because he never sees it, but um, maybe he should stop. I, I don't know. Next, we got watery grave. Then we've got oh, this is another. This is like marionette's master <laughs> this is marionette master's um like cousin reckless fire weaver the one three that whenever an artifact comes into play under your control you ping everybody for one so there i think there's a way to go infinite and like kill everybody with reckless fiver fire weaver if you have five other pieces in this deck <laughs> Four right. other pieces, which is kind of the I can say that about a lot of cards in this deck, which is one of the things I'm most proud of because it's like, well, this could kill you or be a part of killing you if I have like four other things. You're right. If yeah, you yeah. let me get these right permanents out, it will be the engine of your destruction. But I have to. But I have like to build it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So then we got a uh, fiery islet. We have what we've alluded to several times because we already hit Ashnod's version of it, but this is the Phyrexian altar. My favorite altar, yep. Uh, the best altar. Yeah. Locust God All-Star. Ooh, yeah. Locust God. Yikes. That comes out Monday. Locust God is Monday. And uh, <laughs> I already recorded Locust God. And uh, yeah, and Locust God, it's so good. Sack three Locusts to cast Wheel of Fortune. Make another seven Locusts. Profit. More yep. Locusts. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's good. Um yeah, it doesn't do stuff like that in here, but um sometimes it'll let me ramp. Um oh, here's another ramp card. This is my ramp bot though. This is Foundry Inspector from Kaladesh. I'm uh, very very familiar with Foundry Inspector. Oh yeah. Make those artifact spells cheaper. And it's a 3/2 robot, so it can actually like start smashing face. Yeah, uh, he does it and it's on a creature, which is nice. Mhm. Mhm. Yeah. Because there are um, others next, that there are others that do the effect, but for sure, for sure. But they aren't necessarily artifacts. Yeah, they're not. Um, they're, well, they're or not, they're, they're not they're, creatures. They're artifacts. But they're just not robots. They're like clouds. Yeah, or they're creatures oh. and they're not yeah. artifacts. Because there's the Vidalkin dudes that do the same thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then there's like uh, Cloud Key and. Um, oh sure, yeah, Cloud Key. Semblance Anvil, things like that too. But uh, they're not robots. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're, they're not robots. So. Robots. Yeah. yeah. So fuck them. Uh, fuck them. Fuck them. We're recycling robots. We're yeah. building like we're building. <laughs> it's a Voltron deck, Chad. Oh, uh, okay. That's really right. what it is. <laughs> great, great. It just Voltron has a completely different meaning um, yeah. than the one that you use. It's not original Voltron. It's like the second wave of Voltron that they tried to tell us was Voltron. There was like a bunch of different cars that formed into a giant robot. Do you ever remember that Voltron? Wasn't that Power Rangers? No, it was something else. Like Voltron, like changed after. Uh, anyway, it's a whole thing. We'll get what? 80s talk. 80s talk will be what? Yeah, oh like man, it, it reminds me. Um, it was like another Johnny Demonic has been relevant in like casual conversations over the past <laughs> far more times than is ever necessary or coincidental. Johnny Mnemonic, man. That whole film is about the pharmaceutical industry <laughs> because the treating the disease is more profitable than the cure. Damn, dude. And Henry Money. Rollins is in that movie also. You know, we that, didn't talk that about is. that. 
Henry Rollins um, is in that movie, and that is always a mark of quality. Okay, it was a mark of quality in Heat, mm-hmm, and that's about mm-hmm. it. But yes, you're right. Henry Rollins is in that movie. I believe um, he was. In, was he in Batman Forever? Maybe. I don't remember. No. I thought he was in a Batman movie as a guard or something. I don't remember. No, that was Jesse Ventura. Very different men. Very yes. different people. Both have very thick necks, but they are I, very. That's where they've I had was, very I, different career trajectories. <laughs> they have. They have. I was on. Yeah. Yeah. I was. I, I was stuck on the neck. I'm sure. So. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But yeah, it's one uh, was in Predator. The other was not. That is true. You can say that about a lot of people. Um. Two types yeah, of people in the world. People who were in Predator. <laughs> that, is a, that is an accurate statement. I'll get in high and talk about Commander Dex and 80s movies. I bought, I bought Predator on, my, on 4K Blu-ray, and it looks so good. Ooh. Yeah, it's good. I got a new TV. Of course, now I'm, you know, not with it. But um, <laughs> uh, I got a big, like, 65-inch sucker for downstairs, and it's sweet. Uh, and it's sweet. It's like, oh. Oh, I just wanted something big so I could like, you know, watch a movie, and uh, mm-hmm. and it's it's super cool. So, all right, let's finish up. What do we got? Left? All right, yeah, we got um, less than a dozen cards left. Yeah. Sure. Uh, yeah. Oh, we got Steely. Oh, Steel Overseer. Yeah. I bought four. I bought four of these from Stephen Green at uh, an SCG event because I was putting putting them in the sideboard. For, or no, I put played three main deck in uh, in Solar Effect. Ooh, as fun. a replace as a replacement for copter. So. Oh, okay, okay. And they were out of um, what's the artifact? Um, Archbound Singer. No, the spear. Um, the spear that the, the new spear? shadow spear. Yeah, they were out of shadow spears. Oh yeah, because they're running like two of those in those insult decks too. Anyway. Um, oh yeah, that'd be sweet. But yeah, it's a it's a it's a good card. Mm-hmm. Yeah, puts one one counters on all your uh, robots. So it's especially good in here. Those yeah, counters. I love it. It's amazing for here. Steely O. Also, it. it's the I other ran... masterpiece. Um, I ran. Oh, nice. I ran it into Paula. I think. Okay. Sure. Uh, beef up my uh, my vehicles. I think I I run one in Psy also, just because oh. like doubling the power of. <laughs> The thopters, yeah, yeah, of a dozen thopters, gets adds up real quick. And you're like, it oh won, crap, I, wait a minute. <laughs> it won me a game at the Pioneer uh, Classic at the SCG event. So, oh really? Yeah, yeah. Got it on some, got it on a flyer, and just started beating face with it. Oh, we got all his dust. This one is signed uh, by Jason Felix. Um, great board wipe. You know, the thing about robots is that they are uh, not colored creatures. Largely colorless, yeah. Yep. So making everybody sacrifice all their colored permanents is uh, real good. Oh, here's my other removal piece. <laughs> yeah, it's a little la- a little lot of removal, I noticed. Yeah, yeah. Here's another piece. Meteor Golem. Yep. For the low, low price of seven generic mana, Chad. Yeah. You could get this 3-3 artifact creature golem uh, that when it enters the battlefield, you destroy target non-land permanent and opponent controls. How much of this is just that it's, the picture is just a big fucking flaming robot? I mean, that is 50% of it. Okay, all right. I mean, um, I like me, I like Meteor Golem. Yeah, and the thing about that is, is it becomes a recurring removal spell. 
Yes. Like, no, that's the yeah. thing about all of these, like, enter the battlefield and dies effects on uh, attached to robots is that they never just happen once. They're going to happen a few times. It's not It's and, not a card I would run if I couldn't abuse it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But in this deck, you can abuse it. Uh, we got Field of Ruin next because sometimes you got to blow up a land. I like it. Ooh, 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 but I like this next card. I like this next card a lot. Uh, this is another like very, very new addition. Uh, it's a one drop, so it's part of you know the effort to lower my curve. But it's Ginger Brute. Yeah, everybody's this is the one I wanted to talk about. <laughs> everybody's favorite food golem. The one one with haste. Pay one. It can't be blocked by creatures this turn except by creatures with haste. Yeah. And you can pay two uh, to eat the gingerbread man and gain three life. Um, yeah. Now, yeah. as someone who, as someone who, as someone who plays for ginger brutes in Pioneer, yeah, I still have to ask. Really? Like, <laughs> what is it going to add to a game of Commander? One, it adds hilarity. Okay. Because See, that's, you I'll never, accept that. you never accept cast that. ginger brute into like into like a stone face table the minute ginger brute hits the board there's immediately a like really ginger brute okay here's the other thing is that it's sneaky it's got haste yeah so it can get a dethrone trigger on it right away sure that's fine but then it can't be blocked except by creatures with haste so remember how we were talking about how this deck can make combat math real funny yes that's true yeah so being able to attack with a creature that's effectively unblockable. Yeah, with something like Ravager, maybe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, something with a way like to stack a bunch of uh, counters, counters on it. So this is, it's kind of like a flex slot. Like, I just need a cheap robot to go in there that will get me some kind of value. But let's be honest, this card was in the deck before you even read the text, right? I mean, as soon as I saw that it was an artifact creature, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That was the only text I had to read. Um, right, with Food yeah. Golem. Yeah, and food golem. Yes, right. Um, all about that food golem. Yeah, this this card this card sparks joy, and I find that it sparks joy at a commander table. Yes, uh, yeah, I'm sure it does. To I'm use sure does. the meme freeze from six months ago or a year ago, <laughs> whatever. Yeah. Um, yeah, ginger brute. Uh, everything is everything is PC. Everything is pre-COVID. I don't remember anything that happened before all this. <laughs> that is our new Anno Domini. Um, I don't remember anything. I don't remember what life was like a week ago. <laughs> I'm I'm on board with that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so, did you have any other questions about uh, no. ginger brute? No, new... I don't. No, no, I don't. Have any... No, I remember how excited I remember how excited you were to get your foil ginger brute. Yes. Oh, yeah, that was great. Next, we have a card that other people would be excited about. Uh, Coalition Relic. We got uh, Sulphur Springs. Uh, This is one of my favorite cards. This is hands down one of my favorite cards of all time. Animation Module. Um, Okay, yeah. Of course, we get to this one late. Um, Yeah, this is a card. Yeah, of course, it's the... We got one more card after this one. It's another card with a lot of words. Yeah, there are a lot of words on this card. And I never, I always know that like I might lose to it, but I don't remember how ever. Yeah. Yeah. So a lot of words. I mean, what it boils down to is whenever a 1 1 counter gets put on a creature you control, you can pay one generic mana to make a robot, to make a servo. Okay. 
And then you can pay, which is really the relevant part. The second half is you can pay three and tap it to choose a counter on a permanent or player to give that permanent or player another counter of that kind. Oh, that's sweet. Uh, yeah, so kind of like targeted proliferate. Right. But also it lets you, you know, activate the first ability. So yeah, with so many modular creatures, you're moving around one one counters around a lot, which lets you make more robots, which you can right. then move one one counters onto, which you can then also yeah just sacrifice as fodder to various things to either draw cards or deal damage or whatever. Um, I know this is completely out of line, but Urza would be good in here. Urza would be quite good in here, and he's um, a man who makes robots. He does make robots. Um, I don't have. If I had an Urza, it would be, it would be a tie. I would I would put him in Psy. My Thopter, right. my Mono yeah. Blue. Yeah, this Thopter is good in Psy. Yeah, would be amazing in Psy. I like running Urza Index because people are like, "Why isn't that your commander?" I'm like, "Fuck off. Who cares?" Yeah, yeah, because I don't want to just play like because <laughs> I don't want to be an Urza deck. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I feel like Urza just. I mean, you can run anything with Urza uh, at yes. the end of the day. As long as they're artifact cards, like, you're doing it okay. <laughs> yeah, that's you pretty mean, much what, uh, yeah. Yeah. Just because if you have Urza, you're creating Moxes, basically. Yep, yep. You're making more mana. Uh, so if you have ways to trigger the 1-1 counter, um, yeah. With Steel Overseer out, you make a whole lot of tokens real fast. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. It's the last card. It's a robot. Um, oh, good, and good. what? Well, and yeah. what a robot! What are what the odds? Robot. Oh no! Uh, I yeah. Oh no! Uh, worm coil engine. Oh okay. It's actually a really good robot. Okay. Hey 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 hey. All right all right all right all right. Hey, all right. Hey. All right. Our Lancer like... might hear you. <laughs> it, it might. It might. Um, yeah, worm coil. Awesome big robot. Um, yeah. Okay big to robot. run. Okay to run uh, and a good creature that you don't mind dying and bringing back. Exactly. Um, yeah. Being able to loop this thing is really where it's at. Honestly, yeah. the lifelink is almost a downside in this yeah, deck. Yeah, I can see it. Okay, yeah. But it's worth it. It's, um, it. it's okay to run a couple of anti-synergy cards. Exactly. If they're just that good. you know. Yeah. And it has and synergy with other oil parts of the deck. is absolutely that good. Because you're making tokens, which we've already talked about how there's multiple uses for token artifact tokens in the deck. It's a big ass robot in and of itself. So slapping tokens or slapping counters on top of it when it swings is amazing. Well, uh, plus I can see uh, yes, I know the lifelink can be a downside, but there can be situations where you get your life total too low and you need to crawl out of it a little bit cuz that's that part of the game is not working for you or something, you know? So, I mean, I could see you needing to gain life every once in a while if you yeah. get near the end of the game, you know? Yeah, 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 yeah for sure. And that's definitely yeah. happened where I've had to, like, pay down a bunch of life and only been able to take out, like, one or two players. Yeah. Or just the I'm, state of the game changes somehow or something. Yeah, I'm still in a game that I thought uh, that I didn't think I was going to be in. It's like, <laughs> right. oh, crap, I would like to have more than six life right now. So is this your favorite deck? Oh, this is e... It's the one that I find most it's the one I find most uniquely you. 
Thank you. It is definitely, it's the one I'm most proud of. I guess yeah. I'll say that. Yeah. And I think it is the most unique brew I've ever come right. up with. Because my other, the other deck that I always think of when it comes to my favorite deck is, of course, my Daxos, the return deck. <laughs> yes. Uh, yes. Because I love Daxos. But with Daxos, I mean, it's, it's Daxos's mechanic. And really, the struggle of building Daxos is that it's Daxos. So... <laughs> You, so you play enchantments and you play effective ones and you try to, you know, make those enchantments do something that wins you the game. Uh, whereas this is taking a commander that can be built in a variety of different ways, but she does have some lanes that she falls into. The threaten effects, the steal and sacrifice. The value reanimator too, kind of, you know, just... Yeah, you can get some of that uh, off of the standard sort of Marchesa builds that are out there. Yeah. But this is a unique take on an aristocrats reanimator type deck involving one one counters in colors not traditionally associated with it. So I'm very proud of the the work and the refinement and tinkering that I've done with this deck. Yeah, no, I, I said I think it's cool. I've played a few Marchesa decks against a few Marchesa decks I've never played her, but I've played against a few and you do tend to see some of the same cards. Um I mean unspeakable simple, come on, you just got to. Um, yeah, yeah, that really is like, I mean, I could not play that card, but it's like, why? Like, it's totally fair. Also, there's nothing yeah. like broken about that card. It just has perfect synergy with the commander. No, I'm going to go order one for Villas, though, like immediately. Initially, in the early game, I may only be able to get like one or two sacrifice loops off because I don't have a critical mass of one one counters that I can juggle around. But later on in the game, I am able to sacrifice one of those robots with an ETB or a dies trigger every single turn. So that's yeah. happening, yeah, on my turn and three other times before it gets back to me. So if I'm looping Worm Coil Engine, by the time that it gets back to me, I've made two, four, six, eight. I've made eight worm coil tokens and I still have the worm coil engine to smash face. Oh, with that's that right. Marchesa's at the end, the next end step, not your end step. Yeah. Okay. Correct. So that's the other thing where the machine gets out of hand really quick. Once it well, gets I, assembled. I think the clever part that you found and the, the, the thing that was somewhat that was, that I like is that you just found that connection between Marchesa's ability and modular and decided to build around that. And I think that's uh, really cool. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. So I think that's cool. It's just kind of a simple connection, but that, you don't see it. And it's probably not like the most powerful build you can do for her, but it's really cool. And, like, and it, it's very, <laughs> no, say, because you're not running Micaeus and shit like that. You know, I don't know. You said it's very flavorful and, um, and it's just a, a way to exploit that counter, the, her ability in a way that you just don't see. And I think that's really neat. I still don't, I still don't buy Ginger Brute. <laughs> I mean, would you would you rate sparring construct higher? Oh, I no, no, not at all. Um, <laughs> and I would never tell you to take Ginger Brute out. I just don't yeah. buy it. Oh, well, I mean, <laughs> yeah. I just hey, don't buy it. Ginger Brute has attacked for a lot of damage before. Oh, that's cool. And no, that's getting cool. through every turn. Yeah, I'm, I'm I'm a fan of the card. I really like the card. I really like slapping in soul artifact on it and making it unblockable. You need to get a masterpiece solemn for in here, by the way. It's real pretty. Oh man! I mean, I've got the foil, the foil with um, what's his face, green yeah. robot guy. Yeah. yeah. Um. Yeah. 
And it's fine. I would love to have a masterpiece. Honestly, my dream it would just be looks to like have a, it looks a, like a Geiger painting. A foil version of the new art. Yeah. Yeah. That yeah. Cool. The like red and blackened metal uh solemn yeah, that, yeah, the commander from the last commander set. Yeah. yeah. If yeah, I could that, get that in foil, that's the solemn I would want in here. Yeah, no, that's cool. So so this is so uh I'll thank Paul for coming on to Chad Gets High and talks about his commander decks. Um, my name is Chad. I'm I'm pretty high actually. I'm pretty high. I'm gonna go get higher. Uh, and we just talked about Paul's uh, Marchesa deck. So everybody have a good night. Um, wash your hands and uh, social distance. What all the stuff they tell you to do. Go to the CDC. I'm not. I'm not the CDC. Stay inside. Hashtag stay the fuck at home. <laughs> stay the fuck at home. Exactly. All right. Good night. Good night. All right.